everybody welcome to faith over fear we're at the end of january i hope you guys are doing well on your new year's resolutions i hope that you guys have taken the word and taken worship and taken prayer to a new level so far this year and i hope you guys continue to push forward in the word of god and continue to push forward in worship and prayer as we continue on through the year last week we talked about divided we fall and i kind of highlighted where we were as a country where we were as a church and then where we were individually. This week, I kind of want to build off of that, and I want to talk about this idea of cancel culture and how I believe we've taken the wrong radical approaches and and let the wrong extremists kind of dictate where our country and and where our church has gone. And then I want to kind of circle it back up and end with how we should approach cancel culture and approach our culture with the Beatitudes that Jesus spoke about in Matthew. So I want to start with a lot of you probably know last week through Spotify, there was a couple um, older artists. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know any of their songs. Neil Young was one of them who pulled their music from Spotify for allowing Joe Rogan to go forward on the platform. And, and I've got a couple issues with it. And the first issue is, is this country was founded off of freedom of speech. We are supposed to be allowed to, to have our thoughts and opinions out there, regardless of what anyone else thinks, without being um, reprimanded for it or without being bullied into being quiet. And my personal opinion is, is what these artists are doing, are trying, they're trying to bully Spotify into doing what they believe is right. And that's just not how this country is supposed to work. So my first problem with it is I feel like it's an attack on the first amendment of freedom of speech. The second problem I have with it is, is if you don't agree with Spotify, if you don't agree with the platform that is helping you make money, then just pull off of it. Then just don't, just don't make a big deal about it. Contact them, say, I don't want to be on there anymore and be done with it. See, the problem with cancel culture, especially on the left, is we want to take everyone who disagrees with us or, we, or everything that we disagree with, excuse me, on the left speaking, you just want to shut them up, cancel them. Throw them aside, throw them in the garbage, throw them in the trash, throw them to the wolves. However you want to say it, they've got to stop because I don't like what they're saying. In this instance, Neil Young thinks that Joe Rogan is is spreading misinformation about COVID-19, which I'll tell you because I've listened to his podcast and anyone out there who has listened to his podcast, you would know that he's got doctors and scientists on the right and left come up and speak about the virus, speak about the vaccines and speak about the treatment. There's no false information in it. And to be quite honest with you, even if there was false information in it, so be it. Don't listen to it if you don't like it. That's how this is supposed to work. This whole idea that these famous actresses and actors and musicians and artists and athletes can come out and, quote unquote, cancel something because they don't like it. <clears throat> it's just garbage. And I, and listen, I'm all for you taking a personal opinion and a personal approach to where you want to spend your money. I'll give you an example. My personal opinion, I stopped buying Nike products a few years ago. I, I, don't, I don't advocate for people to stop buying Nike. I don't advocate for people to cancel the product. I don't advocate for the whole country to, to stop buying the product. 
my personal opinions is I did not like the things the CEO said. I didn't like um, stances that the company took. And I don't like the alliance it had in China. So therefore, I made a personal opinion that I will no longer buy any Nike material in my household. And I didn't make a big deal about it. It was my personal opinion. I don't think that they should be canceled. This is America. If that's how they want to align themselves and that's the way they want to believe, then they have that right. I just won't support them. And if you continue to buy their stuff, I'm not saying that you are bad. I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't. I'm just saying my personal opinion, I do not support them anymore. I have become more conscious in my life to support companies and support products that align themselves with the way I believe because I think it's important to do so. I don't think that everyone should just stop buying Nike. They have a good product. I just don't align with their their beliefs as a company, and that's okay. That's fine. Like I said, it goes back to freedom of speech. We've got to stop attacking freedom of speech in this country because it's not what you want to hear. Okay, You're going to hear things all the time that you don't like to hear. Me as a Christian, me as a man of faith, I hear things I don't like all the time. All the time. Just got to move on. You got to continue to strive for a life like Jesus. Now, I don't know if Jesus would have stopped buying Nike stuff. I don't know if Jesus would support or not support these companies. I have no idea. I'm just saying, personally speaking, if you don't like something that a company's doing, then just don't buy it and be done with it. Don't get on social media. Don't sit here and scream and cry and all this extra stuff. It's, that's nonsense. That's not how we as believers should act. Okay, that's not how we should act act at all. And, and, and so I think what we've done, and the church has done a bad job of standing up against it, in my opinion, is we've allowed the wrong side of extremists and radical behavior to push our culture down the wrong path. And so what we see is, is we see radical people on the left, we see them just want to shut everybody up that they don't agree with. And then you see radical people on the right who in a way, can kind of take patriotism to a whole new level that's that's just too far. Okay, we've got to get back into the middle and be a more moderate-centered country. If we continue to let these radical groups on the right and the left and these radical leaders continue to push an agenda on us as a people, we're going to fall because it's going to continue to push a divide. What we talked about last week, Divided, we fall. Well, how's one way we stop the divide? We do what this week we're talking about. It's time to cancel, cancel culture. It's time that we get rid of that. Because the further we allow the radicals and the extremists on both sides to push agendas and to push their politics, the more divided we're going to be and the farther we're going to fall and the harder we're going to fall. It's time that we start putting our radical beliefs in the Bible to action as the church. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being radical. The definition, especially of change or action relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something for overreaching or being thorough. And so we've watched people try to affect the fundamental nature of our country in a negative way. Instead of learning from where we've come as a country and trying to strive to be better and grow, you harp on what we've done wrong and say that everything is built on that. 
that's garbage. I would encourage any of you, if you hear anybody say things like that, just brush it off. That's garbage. To say that this country is no better than we were when we were founded, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you are talking about. Absolutely none. And so I would say all these radical behaviors on how evil we are as a country or, you know, systemically speaking, I would say just don't even listen to that. We've got to get past that. What I know is, is that we can learn and grow from where we've been and use what we've done in the past to be better. And so we've got to stop this radical extreme behavior to change the things that we don't want to hear or don't like to hear, especially in a political and a social landscape. And so where I think we as the church can kind of combat this behavior is I think that we can get radical on the idea of the Beatitudes that Jesus spoke about in Matthew. And so I'm going to read through this a little bit. It's Matthew chapter 5, verses 5 through 12. It's not the whole um, the whole section of the Beatitudes, but it's the part that I think we as the church can get the most out of. And again, I think that if we can take a radical behavior with these attitudes, then I think that we can um, come to see the cancel culture dwindle away. And so Starting in verse 5, like I said, chapter uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse, verse 5. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven and remember the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. I know that there's a lot right there. But the things that I want to highlight is is it says those who are humble, those who thirst for justice, those who show mercy, and those whose hearts are pure and work for peace, they will be called children of God. And so what I want to ask you guys is in the face of cancel culture, in the face of these radical left, radical right, are you aligning yourself to be called a child of God? And if you're not taking to heart the Beatitudes, if you're not working to be humble, if you're not working to show mercy, if you're not thirsty for justice, if your heart's not pure, then you've missed the mark. You've missed the mark. And that's not how we're going to cancel cancel culture. We have to be better in the church, radically speaking, on our faith. This whole podcast, we've talked uh, so many different topics that honestly circle around this idea, getting out of the boat, compassion without compromise, being truthful, being just, being honorable, living an honorable life. We used Romans 12 last week talking about living an honorable life. This whole podcast, we've circled around the idea of live in the Beatitudes. Live 
a life that Jesus has instructed us to live. And guys, to be honest with you, it's not hard. It's not hard to live as a beatitude. I'm not saying that life gets easier. I'm not saying that the trials and tribulations you face will get easier. But what I'm saying is, is to show mercy, to be humble, to be pure of heart, and to thirst for justice, that's easy. That's just being good. Not wanting to see a brother fail. Not wanting to see someone be canceled. Not wanting to see someone be thrown to the wolves. See, I want to see cancel culture change to be more of a Jesus culture. I want to see people realize that maybe they've gone too far. And we need to come back to the the humble roots of the Bible. And we can't do that by canceling everybody. It's not going to happen. And again, if we keep canceling everyone that, that we don't like or we don't agree with, then again, divided we will fall. And it will fall faster and it will fall harder. And, and we don't know where we'll go from there as a country. And, and I know I said this last week, and I, and I want to I highlight it on again today. The only way that we're going to grow as a country is if we come back to the morals that Jesus taught us. That's the only way it's going to happen. Politics are not going to save us. Politicians are not going to save us. The truth of God's word will save us. And so this week, like I said, I don't have a lot more for you. I know it's a little bit of a shorter episode than we've had in the last couple of weeks. But guys, I, I just want to encourage you to stop with the cancel culture. OK, if you don't agree with something and it doesn't align with with your beliefs and you just don't want to financially support them anymore, then don't. And I, and I encourage you to do that. But I encourage you to live out the Beatitudes when you make your decision. I hope that you guys take this to heart. I hope you guys go dive into Matthew chapter 5, read for yourself, and kind of explore what the Beatitudes look like in your lives and how you can share that in your workplace and in your homes and in your churches and in your communities. Guys, I really appreciate you coming along in the journey with us of faith over fear. I really appreciate it. Um, if you like what you hear this week or last week or, or any week, I again want to encourage you guys, find us on Facebook. Um, share us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us five-star ratings. Share it with your friends and family, guys. This is this is important. Our future is on the line if we don't get into the culture war, biblically speaking. This is a war that we've all been called to. And so I want to encourage you guys, if this is something that you get something out of, and, and trust me, I get something out of this every single week that I record. It speaks to me just as much as I hope it speaks to you guys. And so I want to encourage you, share it with your friends and your families and your coworkers, and let's grow the community of faith over fear. Good luck living out a life of Beatitudes this week, guys. I hope you join us again next week. Be blessed. I love you guys. Ba-da-da-da.